G'day and welcome to the Punting Monologue. I'm Sonny Munn and I am with, as always, the man of the hour, the man of the moment, the man trackside. I'm with Benny Clifton. How are you, Ben? Yeah, good, Sonny. What a week it's been at the Flemington Carnival. Oof. It only gets better on Saturday, I reckon. I know, I know. We don't have time to come up for air, mate. We've got to get into it. We're at Flemington, November 11. Like you said, very, very busy little carnival period and... The cream just keeps rising to the top this Saturday, mate. Yeah, they've sort of designed this day as a sort of grand final day for, well, they call it Champions Day for some of the races. So, yeah, there's some real heavy hitters in there on Saturday and it's, um, yeah, it's exciting because um, it's sort of, the carnival used to sort of trail off a little bit, but I think I feel like it keeps the level right through this Saturday. Most certainly does. Let's try and keep these two heavy hitters in good form as well and not trailing off mate let's kick off what's the weather going to be doing mate because it's been a bit up and down in melbourne it has been a little bit up and down but really good draining track so the track should be back in the good range by race time so no excuses there they'll probably be getting off the rail a little bit i think down in the straight races they'll definitely be avoiding the rail so i think that's something to take into account Good to know. Well, let's get stuck into it then. Race one's going to be over the mile, and that kicks off at about 12.40 Saturday. Arvo, dual favouritism at the time of recording between the six and the seven, sequestered and Von Hauk at about four bucks. Five bucks for Fur Flung, 6.50 around about. Acceleration and what a deal, and double figures after that in a pretty sizable field first up. Yeah, and we're going to play here. It's been probably the last few weeks we haven't really played early on the card, but I'm going to go with the Mare Sequestered just because I think she's a genuine dry tracker and she copped a soft track last start when really short in the market and was a little bit disappointing. But on it, on its good track form, I just think its figures are good enough to win this. It's only had three runs in, so it seems to have a little bit of steam left this campaign. It's got the alternate form line coming down from Sydney, drops to the minimum and... Has shown that it can race sort of handy, and there's not a lot of speed in the race. So I think from that wide gate, I'd hope that they'd be a little bit positive and try and find a spot uh, close to the speed. So I'm happy to back sequestered of the rest. Von Hawk is an improving horse who uh, obviously went to Geelong last start, was well in the market uh, before that, ran home well behind Tamer Lane in a race that was really suited by on paces. Um, it's sort of building a record, but with no jockey engaged, I don't know if it's going to run. So uh, I'm happy to back sequestered in this race. Off to a start. I love it, mate. I love it. Just have a think about what you're prepared to lose this Saturday because you don't have to bet in every single race. Race two, over 1,200 metres. Parasol at 290 is your provisional favourite. It's our time at 5.50. 7.50 around General Bow and Hail the Sheep's Hail, the great man. Couldn't get it done last week at 9.50. We're going to have a bet here. I'll just roll, I'll roll through them. Parasol... Um, is dropping in grade from the invitation behind Espiona where it didn't have a lot of luck. Magic time, uh, it ran behind the, the start before. So it's got good enough figures to win this. J-Mac on board uh, near the minimum. So it'll, it's a logical favourite power sale. But the horse I want to back is General Bow. I've got that race. Uh, it ran in last start rating really well. One by Duel was first up there. Second up should be improved. Jamie Carr takes the ride, and just what I loved about it in that first up run, it was four dollars into three dollars fifty, and ran well, and should be should be ready to peak. So seven dollars fifty, that's an each way price. So I'm going to go with General Bow each way because if you have a look at a couple of the others in the field, it's our time. We know what it is. It's sort of reached its level. Um, Najim Zahail has been going way too hard out in front and backing up from a what looked like a gut buster the other day. I can't see how it can sort of keep doing that and performing. I think it's uh, 
its campaign it'll really struggle to sort of keep its campaign together going that hard out out in front so uh yeah general bow each way fantastic mate two from two i'm loving this let's go to race three now and see if we can keep the streak alive over 1400 schwartz is your standout favorite at 280 then we've got pantalone at six 650 for quickstar and snapback is at eight bucks fifty yeah i don't know about this favorite schwartz it's first one at gosford it won by three and a half lengths, but the time, the times were a little bit disappointing. It got that made a drift in the betting at its next start at Mooney Valley, where it probably never got to the right part of the track. So that race only went fair. I've got a query over it. I just don't know if I can dive in at that price. So I'm leaving it alone. There's sort of there's bits and pieces in this race. Pantalone's been ru- running consistent figures. Snapbacks dropping in grade. Quickstar was probably in the wrong part of the track last start. Um, but yeah, it's a messy race, huge field, and I couldn't get any clarity in this race. No clarity, no bet. I like it. Race four, mate, over 2,600 metres. Bit of distance on this one. Our favourite at the moment, although it has been fluctuating, is Duke de Cesar. It's come in from about 550 to 450. Muramasa has done the opposite, 440 to 5 bucks, and then it's Luncies at 8, and double figures for the rest. Yeah, this is not normally a race that I play in, but but I think I found one here, Duke de Sessa. I just only had four runs in Australia so far. It's never been in a suitable race. I mean, on its debut in Oz, they went first up into the Doncaster, was $17 into 11 on that occasion and ran home well, probably over an unsuitable trip. Resumed, it sort of made ground at every start. It was gone to the Memsey, to the Turnbull, the Caulfield Cup. They're sort of absolute A-grade races and drops a lot in class here and sort of had that run at the 2,400 metres. Now that'll uh, give it a good platform for the 2,600 metres of this race. I think this is a really, really good back Duke to Sessa because uh, I think there's a weakness, there's weaknesses in a lot of the competitors. So Duke to Sessa, very confident. Outside of that, I mean, the opening favourite Muramasa is sort of a progressive horse, won two in a row, working through the grades, but uh, I'm not a huge fan of the camp. I think they find it hard to keep them performing at their peak and goes from 2,000 metres to 2,600 metres at the first time. I think it's a really good lay, this horse, actually. So happy to be against Miramasa. Of the rest, Luncey's probably ready to do something at its fourth run in on the backup, uh, but its last race rate of Pauline uh, uh, made one last start, but it was a big odd, so uh, can you trust that form? But, yeah, very confident Duke to Sessa. It was sort of one that popped up to me without expecting it, and uh, the more I looked into it, the more I liked it, so very confident there. Yeah, you mentioned you're very confident. Is that worth getting on now? It does seem like it's coming in already. Yeah, it's a tough one to price, but I can't see how the market doesn't find it. So, yeah, I'd I'd try and lock in that price. Fair enough. You heard it here first. Let's go to race five now over two kilometres. Pearl of Alsace, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, is at 5.50. Then we got Steinem at 6, Osmos at 6.50, Thalassophile, for those wanting a dip, at 7.50, as is Deny Knowledge. And then it starts getting into double figures after that in another sizable field. Yeah, it's sizable and tricky, this one, with the mares coming together. They'll go hard here because Deny Knowledge likes to bowl along. Soul Choice from the Waterhouse Bot Camp will go forward as well. So they should go at a decent tempo, so it won't be the, for the faint-hearted, as they say. But if you just look at the market, how even it is, hard to find any 
any sort of edge. And, you know, the favourite or near enough to favourite is Pearl of Alsace. Say, how do you say it? Alsace. Telling the story. Alsace. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so I just can't get a line on her form. She's she's building a good record in New Zealand, but lining up that form is really hard. It doesn't tend to hold up, but uh, when you've got a mare with that sort of scope, maybe it will. But I'm not going to stick around to find out. So I think we move on. Absolutely. Just have a think about what you're prepared to lose today and what gambling's really costing you because we've had a fair bit of action early. Let's go to race six now, over 1,200, the shorter distance here where Imperatrice is basically at double your money at two bucks, in secrets at 460, and it looks like a bit of a race in two according to the book. Yeah, it's probably a race in two and a half with ads four at the $10, but a really intriguing betting race, not one that I'm going to actually have a bet in, but I just want to see how the market sort of treats this race because Imperatrix this campaign and at the end of last campaign just has gone to another another level. But all those wins have been at Mooney Valley and some it's a real horses for courses track that one. And some horses can run their peak rating there and find it hard to replicate it elsewhere. Uh, which is probably the case with Imperatrice, although she does have some decent form elsewhere. But um, she goes down the straight the first time, so it's a completely different kettle of fish. So I think there will be some resistance to it in the market. We currently we saw it sort of drifted a little bit from its opening price. It's probably going to trend that way as well because if you have a look at the main danger in the race in secret, her two main peak figures have both been down the straight in the new market and in the Coolmore. Uh, both absolutely top draw races so she's a top class mare who gets the conditions that she's performed at her peak previously to suit on Saturday so I think there will be a school of thought that in secret will firm up and Imperatrice will drift so interesting betting race as far as the other one in the market who's a group one mare they just found it hard to place her in the right race to to get that group one but uh, I'm sure she'll find one uh, she'll get one one day but I just don't know if it's Saturday at the wait for age conditions so yeah I'm staying out but couldn't talk you out of any of those top three in the market well race six was a race in two and a half it looks like race seven is genuinely a race in three because we've got fangirl at 250 mr brightside at three bucks and alligator blood at 340 all classy horses and then in a very small field the next is pride of jenny at 15 bucks yeah and i think pride of jenny jenny's probably a key runner in the race because we saw what she did in the empire rose where she went way went way out in front and held on so she's going to go hard in front she's on the back up here and i think the main thing is she's going to ensure that this is run at a strong tempo so we'll concentrate on the main three chances alligator blood i'm putting a line through just because i just think two runs of 2000 meters dropping back to 1600 meters that's a really bad setup for horses trained by waterhouse and bot they like i like them going up in distance where they've still got a little bit of speed in their legs so uh, i'm happy to be against alligator blood mr Brightside, he's getting deep into his campaign now this is his sixth run in he's had grand finals he's raced well but I think maybe is he has he got anywhere has he got any platform to to improve off that probably not but he'll run well but the horse I want to be with is Fangirl if you have a look at that run in the Cox Plate last start she was really well back she was seven fifty into six dollars fifty she just had no luck probably should have won and the figure she did the start before uh, when beating Mr Brightside was huge so I'm going to back Fangirl just looks really well set up here to um, get another win I just think she's got a little bit more gas left in the tank as well uh this campaign than say a horse like 
Mr. Brightside. So it's a tricky race. I think, you know, they're all legitimate chances, but I think I do think the weakness in the market is alligator blood, and I'm happy to back Fangirl. Very well deduced. I like it, mate. I like it. Let's go now to the penultimate over 2,000 metres. Race eight, and our favourite is West Wind Blows at 2 bucks 80 Then it's Prowess at five fifty. The top weight, Zaki and Duess, are both at six fifty, and at seven fifty for a tissue. They all fall down. I tell you what, tough little race this, by the look of it. Yeah, I think there's a complete moral in it, though. Oof, complete talk moral. Talk to me. I think the favourite West Wind blows will will destroy him here. Wow. Both runs in Australia have been great. Couldn't get in in the Turnbull, and they had to push forward and just kept kept uh, finding the line. And you have a look who. Who had split in that race? Gold Trip won the race, and Sulcum ran third. And you know they're obviously top top line horses. So then it went to the Caulfield Cup and was just beaten on the line by without a fight. So there you go. That's just absolute A grade form. I love that they've kept it for this race, and it's drawn a soft gate here. That'll settle probably. It might be three pairs back just on the rails, and it might find a little bit of traffic, but. Uh, I think it'll be going better than them. So West Wind Blow is very confident. Let's just pick apart some of the rest of them because it is an uh, intriguing little race. I thought Zaki battled on OK last start and the Cox Plate has won this race two years in a row. It's a definite chance. Probably going to have to sit outside the leader again. Um, I think Dueus is the weakness in the market. I just think the way that track raced at Mooney Valley, it was in the right part of the track. I know it was unlucky, but I think it was a flattering run. And she's probably shown a little bit of a return to form this campaign, but I think she's a drifter in the market. A tissue, another one who I think will drift much harder race than it faced last start. And probably the the different form line is Prowess. If she was coming into this third or fourth, or fourth up, you know, with a really good platform, maybe, oh, she's third up, maybe fourth up if she was coming in there with just a little bit better platform for this group one, uh, you could probably entertain her. But I just think we'll see on Saturday that West Wind Blows is just a sort of another level to what these horses are. And these internationals are real good, strong horses. And the fact that he's raced here and we've seen what he can do, I just think, you know, he's currently 270, 280 and sort of a little bit drifting. I just can't see any way the market doesn't smash it late. So I'm going to be locking in that. That price. Jeez, you're very bullish on a couple this Saturday. I'm liking this finish to this section of the carnival. Let's finish strong now in race nine, mate. Number 10 is your favourite. This is over 1,100 metres. Number 10, Ray Magnerio at 460. Kin is five bucks. Buse and Mornington Glory at 750. And then if we go all the way down, number 19 is the Oman this week. El Soledad, the Sunny at 27 bucks. Pretty obvious, egotistical one. Is that what it means? Sure does. Yeah, I mean, you look at the size of this field, the spread of the market, and the horse I was sort of looking for in the early markets was was Ray Magnerio because I've got that last race rating really well. Uh, but they found it. I mean, it's four dollars sixty. I was thinking we might get twelve, thirteen bucks, and you can back it each way and sit back and relax. But yeah, they found it. It's favourite, and I just think it's too short. So I think Kin. I don't trust that figure. It did a couple of starts back, but it's got J-Mac from Barry 15. Barry 15 is probably going to be the best part of the track by that time of the of the day. And Buse, I just think, you know, it was a big drifter in betting last start. It did win, but I just think there's much more depth here. So, yeah, tricky race. I think it's a field job in the quaddy. Yeah, just get El Soledado in there and you're laughing, guys. And then have a think if it's really a bet that you want to place, because I don't know what I'm talking about. Let me run through the card, mate. Race one. 
Sequestered, mate. This Sydney mare is a genuine dry tracker, and we all know Flemington is a great drainage track. Race two, you're on General Bow. Jamie Carr's on board, and at 7.50, you can have a bit each way. Race three, you're not convinced on the favourite shorts. Anyone out there on the fave, may the shorts be with you, but there's no clarity for us, so there's no bet. Race four, Duke de Cesar. It finally gets a suitable race. It's down in class, and it should show all of its class at the 2.600. Race five is a bit of a tricky one. They're going to go hard. We're not. So we're going to shoulder arms to that one. Race six is a race in two and a half. Wow, you heard it here first. Sounds like a photo finish. It's an intriguing race, but not one to bet in. Just remember, the bets you don't make are just as important as the bets you do make. I heard it from B. Clifton. We haven't said that at all. A bit disappointed, mate. Come on. you got a motto here. you got a brand. you got to stay on brand. Fangirl in race seven because you've put a line through alligator blood at the shorter distance. Mr. Brightside's probably at the end of its campaign. You are on Fangirl. It's just got a little bit more gas in the tank than the others. And then another one you're very bullish on. Quote, West wind blows will destroy them. It's an absolute moral. Moving on. Race nine's a tricky race, but not if you're on the Oman on El Soledado. Now, is your best West Wind Blows or Duke de Sessa? Because you were pretty confident on both. Yeah, I labelled Duke de Sessa. You think my confidence levels of both are about the same, but uh, yeah, I went, I lent with Duke de Sessa. Good stuff, mate. Good stuff. Well, that's pretty much all she wrote for us this Saturday. Enjoy. One of the last really, really big quality days of racing until, hey, this time next week. <laughs> and until then, punters, take care of yourselves and enjoy. Yeah, good luck, punters. Thanks for having us, Sonny. Ah, thank you.